bitches. If no one told you they love you, then I love you because you're you. Tell me, who else are you going to be, right? Let's take us back 50 years to 1973. Okay, I was just 25 going on 26. And what was the world like for me back then in 1973? Obviously, I'd gotten a divorce. Well, almost. I was not divorced yet. I was still a married person. But I wasn't living with my first husband anymore. So I got an apartment, but I had no idea how to live, really, because no one had ever trained me because they went from my mother's house right to my husband's so we got an apartment. He took care of everything. My mistake, of course. Anyway, so let's go back there. So I'm going to read this article, which I love, and then we can talk about 50 years you think life in the U.S. was better 50 years ago? That's ridiculous. By Jonah Goldberg from the L.A. Times. Remembrance of things past is not necessarily the remembrance of things as they were. By Marcel Proust. Look him up. Nostalgia, a term that originated as a medical diagnosis for Swiss mercenaries. Those are paid soldiers, by the way. Suffering from homesickness is the sorrowful longing for a lost past. An, eight, an April Pew survey found that nearly six out of 10, 58% Americans think the country was better off for people like them 50 years ago. For Republicans and Republican-leaning respondents, nostalgia for the early 70s reached 72%. This is bad, but not for reasons you might think. First, some context. In 1939, the Gallup poll found that 62% of Americans thought people were better off in the horse and buggy era, though only 25% said they actually want to live then. Indeed, Americans have always had a thing for the good old days. The problem is that what or when constitutes the good old days is a constantly moving target. It often seems to be about five decades earlier from right now. Kathleen Bowman studies public opinion of the American Enterprise Institute. She found that in recent surveys, the 1980s and 1990s are starting to supplant the 1950s as the new good old days. You can see evidence for this all over the place in popular culture, from the remakes of old sitcoms to original offerings such as Stranger Things that cast those years as a lost time of innocence. Ah, ah. <laughs> Wasn't innocent for me, honey. But it takes from someone who was there, like me, Americans were pining for the good old days back then, I grew up on Happy Days and later Back to the Future in the early 90s. It was the Wonder Years, which was set in the 1960s. The 2021 reboot of the Wonder Years is also set in the 1960s, which is now nearly 60 years ago. Indeed, in the 80s and 90s, popular culture was shot through 
with baby boomer and Gen X angst about contemporary society. The Big Chill. Love that movie. Grand Canyon, 30-something, Reality Bites, American Beauty, Singles and Fight Club were premised on the idea that life was unsatisfying because it lacked purpose or something. And don't even get me started on such themes in music, okay? The simple fact is that nostalgia is a constant in American history. Indeed, it started being a potent force in American politics right when the founding generation died out. Andrew Jackson's populism played to it when he vetoed the effort to recharter the Second Bank of the United States. He declared he was doing so to revive that devoted patriotism and sprint of compromise which dismantled the sages of the revolution and the fathers of our union. Not quite as pithy as make America great again. Mm -hmm. But you get the point. Politicians play on nostalgia because it is one of the most powerful human emotions. Oh, if I could only go back again to my old days, what would I do different or differently? My hunch is that many people confuse their own gauzy memories of their personal life with a narcissistic and ideology indictment of today. I look fondly at my 70s childhood, but it would be ludicrous for me to think such fondness was proof. <laughs> I'm coughing here. Such fondness was proof of the country was doing better. When Americans say things were better 50 years ago, do they mean the runaway stagflation, high inflation, plus low growth, the lines to buy gas? Who doesn't remember that? The Vietnam War, who doesn't remember that? And Watergate? We hear a lot about rising crime these days. It's a legitimate issue, but perhaps we're nostalgic for the 70s and 80s, not just because crime gets so much coverage, but also because we're memory hold the fact that crime was so much worse. Maybe the lead poisoning from those days caused amnesia. Violent crime exploded in those decades and has been trending mostly downward since 1993. In an 18-month period from 1971 to 1972, according to the FBI, there was an average of five terrorist bombings per day. In 1976, an FBI spokesman described San Francisco as the Belfast of North America. Americans are richer today than they were decades ago, adjusted for purchasing power. Mrs. Miss, what? Miss Miller, whatever that is, Miss Lissippi plans who live in our poorest state. Oh, Mississippi plans who live in our poorest state have incomes higher incomes than the French. We live longer, have more free time, and travel more affordably. Infant mortality has been cut in half. Our air and water quality is vastly improved. Our cars are much better and much safer. Our homes are bigger and more comfortable. The number of people injured or killed on the jobs has plummeted. We've made real progress against racism in the last several decades. None of this is said today. None of this is to say today is perfect. 
nor is it to say that everything has gotten better. Rather, it's just to note that nostalgia is a terrible guide because it tends to take progress for granted or replaces feelings for memory. Any politician who actually delivered the reality of the good old days would be pelted from office, which is why it's a good thing they can't deliver on such promises. At Jonah Dispatch. Thank you, Jonah Goldberg. Yes, I remember. I remember the 70s. Oh, 1973. Your TikTok, Bobby, as I said, was 25, going to turn 26. Oh, my God. Like a couple of years away from moving to La La Land. So... I just want to say quickly, thank you all for listening. This is a brief podcast today when I can talk about the way things were. And I'm happy that it's 2023 and I'm married to my husband, Ed, whose birthday is tomorrow. We live in a fabulous apartment in NoHo, North Hollywood. We have two cats that are thriving. And I have so many people in my life that I love, including all of you who listen to this and I'm my asthma, I was coughing, which is typical me occasionally, you know, I get, I get a, a cold in Detroit and I can't talky. <laughs> That's an old Brooklyn thing. You got a horse in Detroit and you can't talky. That's what I meant. Anyway, if nobody told you they love you today, well, I love you because you're you. Who else are you going to be but yourself? So remember that. And what a day. It's sunny for the first time in two months out here. Of course, that just might be the smog. I'm only kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But today is a, it's a beautiful day. And you are beautiful too. And I love you all so much. Have a blessed day.